21st Century Entrepreneurship with Martin Piskarik. We moved to the Bay Area, to Silicon Valley back in 1998, and that was right before the tech bubble burst. I was recruited to join a, a tech startup, that company at the time, and, and I was part of the management team. We raised $96 million. I was, uh, I was the vice president. We were working with Fortune 500, had, a, had an amazing uh, product, infrastructure product. Uh, unfortunately, it was ahead of its time. So we started to uh, you know, hire a lot of people to, to enhance the product. I think I hired 50 people, five zero that is, over like a three month period. Uh, a lot of talent, amazing talent. We attracted top venture capitalists. Um, everybody at the time was uh, was negotiating big salaries and a lot of stock options. I had hundreds of thousands of stock options, but unfortunately, uh, no buyers. Uh, so we we ran out of money. I was I was laid off. Sort of went from the highs of the high, the, the highs of the high to the lows of the low. It was a very, very difficult moment. It was a di very difficult period in my life. One day you are a VP in Silicon Valley and this amazing building and, and meeting with C-level from Fortune 500. And another day you're out of the job. So one day you're meeting with venture capitalists and you're raising money and you're meeting with C-level from Fortune 500 and the next day you're out of the job. So it was really difficult. I remember when the CEO walked into my office and by that time we had, had a new CEO and he said, hey, Ferris, tomorrow we have, we have some layoffs. And I had a sense that we would that that would happen, but I didn't think I'd be impacted because I started early with the startup, built a team. And then he said, he said, Ferris, you're part of the layoff. You're impacted. Martin, I don't know what to tell you, but it was my heart beating very, was beating very fast, my stomach dropping, all these thoughts going through my mind. It couldn't have been me. Why is it me? What did I do wrong? My family, I mean, all of that. That was in the afternoon. I, I went home and my wife was, was surprised that I came home early. In those days working in a startup, I was, I was working 12 hours a day. At times I slept in the office. Um, no kidding. So, so it was a pretty, pretty hardcore startup. A lot of work, a lot of hours. Uh, so, so when this lay, when this layoff took place, went back home, spoke with my wife. She was, she's amazing. Uh, we've been married for a long time, and at the time, she was very supportive. Kind of collected my thoughts, and and then it took me, a, it took me a little bit of time to recover. But then you know, you have to, you have to do what you have to do. Life throws a lot of things at you. That was that was a very tough moment, tough, you know, few days, few weeks, and then and then went back at it. So so that's uh, that's that's how I got into entrepreneurship.
I started to to look for a job for for a couple of months. I didn't come across anything. It was a really bad market at the time, right after the, the bubble burst, as I said earlier. So so it wasn't easy to find a job. So I a friend of mine was thinking of starting a business. I said, hey, I'm I'm looking to do something. I have time. He had a little bit less time, but he had some money. So we put together our resources and kicked off our first business. So that is the story of how I got into entrepreneurship. In a way, I was forced into it. I was always in the back of my mind. I always wanted to do something on my own. But life was too comfortable and I never took that leap on my own till I, I had to. In the valley, I still live in, in Sulkin Valley. So being laid off is sort of like a, a badge that you have. You know, if you haven't been laid off, what's what's wrong? You're you're not working a startup, you're not maybe taking enough risk. But it was I mean, it was difficult. You had all these amazing ideas, all these amazing companies. I remember Webvan way out of its time where they will deliver food to your house. This is 2003, so way, way before mobile. And a lot of people put, put their blood, sweat and tears into, into, into these companies. Uh, but, you know, we learned from that experience. And, you know, the, the other part, you know, the financial aspect is, is also real. So a lot, of, a lot of us got into startups because we want to build, create something amazing we want to you know learn and help and all that but at the same time there's a financial upside like i said i had a whole lot of stock options when when i was hiring all, all these amazing technical folks everybody was negotiating stock options so people came into this startup environment because there was a potential of a nice upside you know as we joke here after i got laid off these stock options are worth nothing and they're I think the joke was the toilet paper. So, so you know, you you learn. I think the the one lesson, aside from resilience and getting back on your feet, which is what I always remind entrepreneurs, people who are going through a tough tough time. The other thing is you learn a lot when you work hard, especially early early on in your career. You're working really hard, working in a startup. Uh, that the work the work ethic the. That the momentum that's built in, in, a, in a small environment, I think that is that is important, especially for the younger folks who are just starting. Um, so yeah. I speak with a lot of founders, on the average one to two founders every week. And this has been probably for over 10 years now. I don't charge for any of this, just, just a lot of people help me along the way, and that's my way of saying thank you. So I listen and, and give some advice here and there. And founders struggle um, in different ways. Sometimes they're out of money. Sometimes they can't they can't do sales. And in the case of a layoff, and uh, you know, I was laid off once, and then being a manager and being an executive over the last twenty years or so, at times I think a couple times I also had two or three times I also had to administer a layoff or be part of it and it's it's horrible on the receiving end and people might not realize it's awful on the delivery end as well if you're the manager and you have to lay off people 
there are all these emotions that go through your mind, especially if you work in a smaller company, mid-sized company, or you have a knighted team. It is difficult. It is, it is some, some people don't like to refer to work as family, but at the end of the day, you're spending most of your waking hours with your people, with your team members. And I know when I was laid off until this moment, these thoughts, I don't know called trauma, maybe it is. I mean, I don't know, I'm not a psychologist, but these feelings are real. Like, I, And sometimes they're negative feelings. They come to your mind and like, was I not worth it? Did I not work hard enough? What did I wrong? What could have I done better? So, so I wrote a post on LinkedIn last year when there were a lot of layoffs and it got a whole lot of impressions. And I think one of my top posts, and I said, there are two hard truths when it comes to layoffs. One is companies at times, they lay off, they close down a an entire department so sometimes you could be a top performer you could have gotten an exceptional performance review last quarter last six months whatever and you end up being laid off and on the other side of it and this is maybe hard and awkward to say companies do lay off the bottom 20 percent or the bottom 10 percent or the bottom five percent i don't know but it is a reality. So I think what helped me and what I recommend to also to founders and others who go through tough time is after that initial emotional phase, after that initial, like, I don't know what to do. I'm devastated. I mean, mourn for a little bit. That's okay. I cry. I'm a, I'm an adult man. I'm, I'm into archery and hunting and I'm into martial art. I, you know, it's crying is good for the soul. Um, and and I, you have to let go through those emotions and mourn and, and feel, yeah, it, it's, 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 it's a significant sort of hit in a way. So that's okay. But you can't be in that, you can't be in that phase of, of I'm going to call it mourning for, for a long time. After a few days, two, three days, just look around you, do an objective assessment and I did an entire live stream on, on layoffs. And and one of the things I said is that ask people who know you well and who care about you and, and get input from them on maybe what led to, like learn from that, learn from that situation. So if you objectively, you know, you could have done better. You could have worked harder. You could have, you could have raised your hand. You could have done... Uh, you could have taken on more initiative. You could have learned some new skills. And I did that for me, for myself. And I could have done better things. I could have, I wasn't, I had a technical background, but in my role as a director, as a VP, I sort of stayed away from being technical. I think if I had spent more time being technical, I think I would have been saved at that time. But the best thing came out of being, being laid off. So so what I'm saying to summarize is, is it's okay to go through these strong emotions of being maybe rejected, of being uh, maybe that questioning your self worth and 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 why you let it let go through this for for a little bit of time, but then at one point you have to do an objective assessment of what else you can do, you can improve on, 
Um, and, th and then your responsibility, if you have a family, if you have people that you care for, in a way, in my case, I had a family, a wife, three children, young young children. My wife at that time was was taking time off to to take care of the kids, and then now she's doing amazingly well on her own. Uh, so so the, all of that goes through people go through when they're laid off. Um, yeah, so. We started a business, this is 2003, the dawn of online marketing, the dawn of the internet. So we figured we jump right into it. We didn't know a whole lot about web development, web design, online marketing, and most people didn't either. So we were, you know, learning is, is a big thing, big, you know, high value on, on my ends. So it was with my, my partner. So we read any book we can get our hands on. We attended training we so we, we did put some time a whole lot of time and, and some money into learning about online marketing about search engine optimization and we started to offer these services to small businesses although my background was in corporate working with, with fortune 500 to sell this new service we had we had to start we had to learn on small businesses and that was a big mind shift for me and i think again for entrepreneurs when you're transitioning you want to leverage the skills that you have, hard skills and soft skills, but you also have to pivot. Maybe maybe you're going from a Fortune 500, like in my case, to selling to small businesses. So so you have to be able to adjust and learn how to speak to this new audience. So learning online marketing, learning about web design, we ended up actually building a company, an offshore company that was one of the ventures I got into to provide uh, back-end services, web development services, sorry, web design, web development to, to companies in the U.S. So that was sort of a parallel track. But for the main, the company that we started, we evolved and we specialized into analytics. That came in several years later. So that niching down and focusing on one area served us really well. Um, it was... Things were developing really fast at the time, and and we stumbled up upon this thing called analytics. And it was for the for the first time you can show a business owner that they spend a hundred dollars or a thousand dollars on marketing, and you can show them something tangible. I got you a one thousand visitors to your website, or you know seventy five percent of your people opened the email. So that was very concrete in a way. And, and business owners loved it, and we fell in love with it as well. And again, we went and we scoured the internet. We got every book we, get, we can get our hands on and learned a lot about this and started to specialize. We actually, and that was another lesson I, I, I learned that at a time, you have to let go of, of sort of the past of things that maybe are not, maybe too competitive or they don't have a good margin or, or you're just maybe sick and tired of, and then pivot into something that is more profitable, something maybe you enjoy more. And, and analytics was the case for us. So, so we gradually, we actually handed off our customers to competitors or friends in the industry. So all the web design, web development, search engine optimization, pay-per-click, all these customers, we very gently, very professionally, very nicely, we handed them 
over to other folks gradually over maybe a period of about a year. And we focused on analytics, became a Google certified partner, uh, one of maybe 200 you know, globally. And then fast forward to 2016, that's when we really, we had mastered that domain and we became one of the top partners across the globe. And that's when we published our first book then, Google Analytics Breakthrough by, by Wiley. Eventually we, we sold 15,000 units of it and it was translated to, to language, English, Korean, and Chinese. Um, and and it, it actually, it was, it was an amazing milestone in my professional career to, to be an author, a co-author, and, and to really uh, share what we've learned and what we've mastered with, with the rest of the community. So what I'm focusing on now and since the beginning of, of last year is building a media company. Uh, it's called Startup with Ferris, where I share the lessons I've learned, you know, the scars, the wounds that I acquired over the years. I want the new generation of founders to avoid. And we have two ways where we, two channels where we, we, so sorry, we have two channels where we share this content. We have a YouTube channel called Startup with Ferris, Ferris spelled F-E-R-A-S, and also our website, startupwithferris.com. So we have con we produce content for two segments of, of business folks. One is those who have an idea and they want to start a business, but they haven't started, and those who've started and they're struggling primarily in the services and consulting space. So if you have an idea you want to that, we have content for that. If you want to write a business plan, if you're struggling in marketing, if you're struggling in sales, visit the YouTube channel, visit to the web, visit the website, and you'll find hopefully um, some amazing content that will help you along your way. Uh, we are in this phase of our business. We are building a community uh, we get a lot of questions. We answer. We have a, a weekly live stream every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, where we cover a business topic related to entrepreneur entrepreneurship. And then we answer the questions we get from the community. So subscribe to that channel, uh, like the videos. Hopefully, you'll if you're finding the content helpful. And then on the website, we have the Daily Advisor, a weekly newsletter, a daily and there's a weekly version where we share, again, best practices, tips, strategies on all things entrepreneurship related. Uh, and we do have, last thing is, um, this is, again, part of my me saying thank you back to, the, to those who have helped me over the years. We have two slots a week, first come, first serve basis, where I just uh, give you my time. No charge, no gimmicks, no, no pitching. It's just I'm there to hear you out maybe point you in the right direction, share a resource or two. So you can you can sign up with an Ask, Ask Ferris session um, on the website as well. I remember one, one entrepreneur, he's working in Silicon Valley, he is in tech, 
been around for about 10 years now in, 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 in this one company, very, very established. And he wants to do something on his own. So we went out for a coffee and he has like three, four ideas. And he's actually ready to take a paid, an unpaid leave for three or four months to focus on, on his businesses. So he wants to, to do tech consulting, his professional background. He wants to also do some sort of remodeling service. And then he also wants to do a cafe. And I'm thinking, my I'm not going to mention the name to protect the innocent here. Uh, listen to him. He's very passionate. I mean, he knows he's been around for 10 years in Silicon Valley. He knows about startups. So my advice to him was to focus Focus, focus, focus. And this is, I think, common with many, many aspiring entrepreneurs. I think 34% of Americans, they have thought of multiple ideas to start a business. I think 60% of them, of, of us here, we thought of doing a business. Unfortunately, 92% do not pursue those ideas. So my advice to this segment of the population who want to start a business is it's okay to brainstorm, it's okay to bounce off different ideas, but at one point in time, you gotta focus on one and then vet the heck out of that idea. So this, a year later, met that same entrepreneur and I was delighted to hear that he has honed in few skills he needed and he ended up working in this services slash consulting space he wants to work in and has found some some founders, co-founders, actually a couple of co-founders to work with him. And he's 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 really happy that he made that decision to focus on one idea. So I'm not saying my advice is always spot on, but I was really delighted to hear that I helped an entrepreneur focus on one thing and then get some traction with it. One thing that I find entrepreneurs underutilize is their network. I think Reed Hoffman in his book, The Startup of You, he mentioned your soft skills, your, your hard skills are important. Your network is as important. So so in my case, being on boards, being being been around being around there at conferences, speaking, publishing a book, just being out there. It is it is my network. I I do provide value to the network. I help others. I reciprocate. At the same time, I also reach out to it when I need help. And this is my advice to entrepreneurs is leverage your network. If you happen to sit on a serve volunteer in a nonprofit, do it for the cause. At the same time, you'll meet people and they'll be part of your supporting network. If you are uh, maybe helping others, if you are um, if, if your previous jobs, uh, your ex-colleagues, hopefully you've left a positive impression on them and those could be of help when you are either, either shifting careers or when you are starting a new business. Do not, do not feel shy about reaching out to people. And again, be generous. When people reach out to you, also reciprocate and, and also offer help, help others. And the universe works in amazing ways and help will come your way as well. So we're covering a lot of topics about entrepreneurship. If you want to have access to these resources, again, go to 
startupwithferas.com and Ferris is spelled F-E-R-A-S uh, or and go to the channel, the YouTube channel, Startup with Ferris. And as I said, if you subscribe, you won't miss out on, on the videos that we produce. We, have, we do short form, we do long form, and we have this live stream every Wednesday where we answer your questions. So join us on Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, and we'll be more than happy to, to have a follow-up. And you can subscribe to our daily, our newsletter, The Daily Advisor, to get the tips and strategies um, that will help you get started if you haven't started, and then if you started, to grow and build your business to seven or eight figures. 21st Century Entrepreneurship with Martin Piskarik. Imagine a space where triumphs, trials, and tales of entrepreneurship come alive. Welcome to the 21st Century Entrepreneurship Podcast, a gold awarded journey hosted by Martin Piskorik, connecting with listeners in 95 countries and ranking in the top 0.5% of all podcasts. Join our exclusive community, elevate your perspective, and embark on the path to success.